really understand the product that you're investing in. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average Patch of Land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Adam Fountain. Hi, Adam. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, and nice to have you on this call. Adam is joining us from... Seattle, Washington, where he is the managing director at Broadmark Capital. And basically what Broadmark does is they launched a hard money lending fund. Actually, I have two of them now where they lend out money to you know developers and, and investors who need the money for short term financing. And then they have investors, you know, high net worth investors who invest in those funds. So they're they're working on both sides of the, the table there. And in addition to that, Adam is an avid home brewer and, of course, naturally an avid beer drinker. So with that being said, Adam, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, so um, I've been with Broadmark Capital for about 11 years. Uh, We're a a boutique investment bank, and we launched our first hard money lending fund in August of 2010. Uh, We have roughly $96, $97 million under management and what we really wanted to accomplish at that time was to really take the hard money lending model and strip as much of the risk out of it as possible. So, you know, I would say we're, we're one of the more conservative funds out there insofar as we don't use any leverage. Uh, we lend at a 65% loan to value ratio or less for each loan. Uh, we have over 100 loans in the portfolio. We also get personal guarantees uh, from every one of our borrowers. Uh, the net result of that is we've been able to deliver uh, nearly a percentage point a month to each of our uh, fund investors since inception, and uh, we think we have plenty of room to grow. With the underwriting requirements that you have, where you mentioned 65% loan-to-value, personal guarantee, what sets you apart in the investor's eyes who's looking to receive a hard money loan from you all versus another company? Um, you know, for, for our borrowers, uh, I think it's our ability to manage uh, the construction loans and the construction draw process. 
Uh, we have that that system down to a less than less than 48 hours can be 24 hours, such that you know when a when we we were at a construction loan, uh, a con, you know a borrower will come in and ask for a draw against their loan, and we can have that loan inspected, documented, and fund that draw in about 24 hours, and that makes us super competitive compared to other sources of financing out there. Uh, not the least of which is uh, banks. As crowdfunding gets more and more uh, prevalent, how are you seeing the space and your business in particular you know, react or uh, kind of, of work with that type of you know, new angle that investors or borrowers are using? Sure. We've seen, we've, obviously, we've seen a, a, a huge spike in the ability to, to raise crowdfunding. I would say I see more single projects out there getting crowdfunded. But, uh, you know, for us, we actually started using this model through, uh, through a firm called Real Crowd, uh, maybe six months, or, six months or so ago. And we found that there's a lot of demand out there uh, from potential crowdfund investors in investing in a fund like ours, uh, because they don't take any sort of single asset risk. They get immediate diversification by investing in a fund rather than going directly to a single project. When you look at creating a fund, how easy or how hard is it to actually create a fund? Um, <laughs> it's a great question. Initially, it's it's difficult, right? Uh, you know, this isn't the type of fund where you can go raise $100 million from some hedge fund and then and then deploy it. Um, you know, because we have to, because we have to raise a little bit of capital and deploy that capital as we go, um, it, it, it takes a while. Uh, you know, in our, our second fund that we launched early last year, we've been raising anywhere from a half a million dollars to a million dollars a month. And we really can't go faster than that because, you know, as soon as we raise that capital, we have to deploy that capital. And, you know, if the objective is to build a, you know, a diversified fund as quickly as possible, we want to write as many small, uh, small dollar loans uh, as fast as possible to to give that diversification to investors. Uh, so I would say it's you know it's a bit of a challenge. Um, you know our, our first fund that we launched in August of 2010 in Seattle, um, it's a little bit easier now. Uh, we have a much bigger fund. We're able to accept larger amounts of capital. Uh, we can write bigger loans, uh, and we have a track record. Uh, you know it's really about establishing that track record. Uh, you know, establishing that, you know, your underwriting criteria uh, will hold up um, in the case of any sort of default or foreclosure process. Why did you all create a second fund when you had one already in place? What's the second one bring that the first one doesn't? Um, They're nearly identical funds. The second fund, however, is focused in the Mountain West. So our first fund is Washington, Oregon, and Idaho only. And our second fund is Colorado, Utah, and Wyoming. And as, as most real estate is regional, uh, there are different market dynamics. We found many of our investors in our first fund were looking for a little bit more uh, geographic diversity that you know, we weren't willing, to, um, weren't willing to change the first fund, uh, but we felt it would be appropriate to launch a second fund. Adam, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I would, you know, my, probably my best advice is to really understand the product that you're investing in. You know, if you're, if you have a, if you have a risk tolerance that's quite low, 
uh, you really should be looking towards funds, either equity funds or debt funds like uh, like what we manage. Uh, if your risk tolerance is more kind of middle of the road to the high end, then you can take you can take some more single project risk. But I think it's um, you know so it's always it's always easy to invest when markets are good and, and the markets are going up. But you really have to be cognizant of of what your risk tolerance is when when the markets do correct as they ultimately will. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure, fire away. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Could you do more deals if you had more money and didn't have to waste time looking for financing? Are you ready to scale your real estate business and do more deals? Well, let's make that happen. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is ready to fund your next deal. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that has thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Find out more at patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com. Best ever book you've read? Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Why is that the best ever book? Uh, It's probably the deepest and longest and most complicated book I've ever read. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Yeah, it's probably renting my first home. Um, you know, I, this is this is where your best ever ever listeners will will you know list, remember back what I said about the investing advice. And that's really you know I, I'm not really a fan of being a, a landlord. Uh, I'm a much better fund manager. Uh, you know, and and you know, renting my first home had all sorts of problems with it. Uh, you know, I, I don't really care to have have tenants. Uh, it's not my bag, and I got rid of it. Best ever success habit you practice? An empty email inbox. Best ever deal you've done? Married my wife. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? That's a good question. I, I have two little kids, and my oldest is six, and we've been building uh, building rockets at home. So uh, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm most excited about right now. Best ever quote. Best ever quote. Uh, it's from C.S. Lewis. Uh, when a man is getting better, he understands more and more clearly the evil that is still left in him. Best ever way to raise half a million to a million a month like you're doing right now? Perseverance. You can't give up. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? You know, I would go back to my personal growth story. It's, it's, it's renting my first home. Um, you know, I, I basically got overexposed on the rental property. Uh, I was lucky to lucky to break even on it, uh, but that's that's really my biggest mistake, and and it harkens back to you know stick with what you like to do and what you're good at, um, you know don't 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 try to push the envelope too much. And Adam, what's the best ever place to reach you? Uh, you can reach me at my office in Seattle. My phone number is two zero six six two three twelve hundred extension one two zero, and I'm always on email, which is a a fountain a f o u n t a i n at broadmark.com b r o a d m a r k.com adam thank you so much for sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and talking about fund creation and the pros and cons of it and and then also hard money lending and really the underwriting process that you all go through with the 65% loan to value ratio and personal guarantees i mean that's I imagine that's super conservative in the marketplace, and as you mentioned, that's where why you're, you know, you're the people who are investing in those funds are getting the returns that they're getting, and you know, really how to raise the money. You know, as you said, the perseverance is the best ever way 
to raise that amount of money that quickly and and then kind of demystifying some of the the fund you know, creating a fund and what what a what a fund's all about for the best ever listeners so thank you so much for sharing your advice and we'll talk to you soon that was good thank you hey you best ever listener do you want more then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos templates and content to help you get deals done And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.